Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Hey Dave. Yeah Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey there, all you cool cats and kittens. You're listening to Bandwagons. We're we're on the on the forefront of technology now as we record via the we're internet. Yeah, from our own beds. No, Very strange. I'm in my bed. I'm in the mouldy room that has the wall that's like um, uh, haunting of Hill House. So oh, yeah, that's if if anyone's watched any of the videos where I do my love is blind sketches, it's that room. Um, and I'm under a blanket because I thought that might help. I don't think it is, to be honest. Um, but I'm quite cozy. So how are you getting on? I'm freezing. My heating broke today. So I'm just attached to the electric blanket now. You're still um, flat out with the DIY, though. <laughs> what else would you be at? I got a jigsaw as well. Actually, a couple of girls from Instagram. Do you know when I shouted at the jigsaw thing a couple of weeks ago? I think yeah. I, made, I I wasn't I was only half joking. I asked if people had old jigsaws to post them to me. But a couple of people did and I started one of them. Um it's a Disney one. And that's keeping me going. And then I went outside for a bit and then I came back in. <laughs> Fair. That's what we all said to do in fairness. <laughs> oh, that's so nice you? that people gave you those jigsaws. So nice. One girl brought him down and like left him beside my bins outside and like left me like homemade baked goods and stuff. It's quite nice of her. Social um, distancing queen. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I was at work. It was last week. Um, What am I? We're not done painting completely yet, but we are running out of paint. So it has slowed down significantly. Fair. Okay. Um, What was I going to say? Did you do bingo look? No, you didn't do bingo look on Saturday. I didn't do Bingo Loco um, and I'm raging because it looked like a buzz um, and they raised no, but so much money what? for the Matter Foundation. They did. That was great. But like the chances, like there was three people, one out of like 50,000 people. That's what I was wondering, oh, how the mechanism. Human. <laughs> how does the mechanism of people winning work? Like how do they, 
Yeah, so you had your book, you applied, you got your book online and then you could print it out or whatever or you screenshot it on your phone and like circle it and mark or mark it out like on WhatsApp or whatever, mark out the numbers and then you just be the first person to text them on WhatsApp. Um, I mean, fair play, that sounds like an actual and, logistical nightmare. So fair play to oh, Will and Andrew and Jazz and everyone involved. Andrew and Jazz did incredible. Like they were so good. And even like they went to, people were submitting videos through email. They could cut to them. Like there was very few technical glitches when there could have been so many. Um, so it was really well done. But I remember we FaceTime. Do you remember it was FaceTiming you on Saturday night? Vaguely, yeah, vaguely. And oh my God. 10 hours into drinking mimosas. And all yeah. like we were, we were trying to have a conversation with you and you just kept, you turned on the strobe light and you and your housemates just kept thinking, life is a cabaret. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, iconic. I didn't remember that. Like, just that line over and over and Kira had a bowler hat on and you had just had a strobe light. <laughs> so and we had to just hang up because we just like, no one was conversing like. Fair. So for context, me and my, I live with two other people and we decided that we were going to do like a nice, brunch bottomless brunch for the Saturday and we do bottomless brunch we do mimosas and I really didn't think we'd go as bottomless as we did we had 12 bottles of Prosecco we did 12 between three people that's four each like yeah so it, like and we, but it was like quick math it was, it was very civilised to start with like we like we had smoked salmon and crackers do you know what I mean and then it was very like very it went on for like 9 or 10 hours and we were still like we rang you at probably half 10 and you were still drinking we, we started at 12 and I think we went to bed at 12 or 1. Do you know? Yeah. Yeah. And then someone had left a straw party at one of my past parties. I actually think it might have been Jazz Kane, to be quite honest. And he's just never brought it up. And I do really appreciate that. There's no way he brought that and just left it for you. I don't believe I it. Think, I know, but I think it was one of them. They're the only people of our friends who would have a straw blight Maybe and bring it to a party and then leave it. Yeah, fair. Anyway, but we had the strobe light and we like, I cannot begin to explain the crack we so had. Funny. It was it so, was so funny. Unbelievable. Now, we all died a death the next day. Like it was, I, we, we didn't know things. We watched the last episode of Yu-Gi-Oh! We watched the second Pokemon movie. We watched Booksmart and we watched the third Hunger Games. Like oh, what a septic mix. We were the same. We had, um, I got sent a bottle of gin from the Grace O'Malley gin. Drank the whole thing in like before Bingo Loco ended, and then it like cut to half four in the morning. We were watching our version of American Idiot on Google Drive. And oh, on I was wondering, you were sending me the videos, so cute. Yeah, and Val was do, showing us Riverdance. Fair, absolutely fair. fair. That gin is divine. It's so it? nice. It's so, so nice. Um, yeah, and yesterday we watched both the Camp Rocks and Cheaper by the Dozen, and a lot of Tiger King and a lot of uh, Sunny as well. Fair. Just, Complete write off. But sure, what else it's, did you get? It's always sunny or sunny with a chance. Just to clarify. Um, it's always sunny. Don't be silly. <laughs> well, just because you got I was trying to. I was actually trying to introduce Amy. Had never watched it before, and we have very similar taste. So I was trying to pick out like my top four episodes to get her in. So I showed yeah. her. What did I show her? Oh, uh, I showed her obviously the Nightman Comet. The first one I showed her was Frank's Little Beauties. Um, <laughs> oh, so good. Dennis and Mac moved to the suburbs, and I can't remember another one. But like I showed her four and she's she's in now. So I love Charlie Work. Charlie Work is iconic. I should have showed her that one. What's the one? Is it the one where Dennis or Mac moves out of the apartment? And is it Dennis like, and Mac break up? That one we're like looking across at each other in the restaurant. 
I don't mm, I don't think so but that's also iconic separately oh yeah iconic anyway speaking of iconic yeah well I did mention this we did watch an awful lot of this yesterday as well it's bloody tiger king let's talk about Joe Exotic the tiger king I mean what the hell is the is the appropriate intro for this I think (laughs) It's the most bizarre thing and like I've ever seen on Netflix. And there's been a lot of bizarre documentaries on Netflix. Yeah, because that's the thing. When people were talking about it, they were like, if you loved abduction in plain sight and blah, blah, blah. You love Tiger King. And I was like, oh my God, hook this to my veins. Because I like if if I'm to get into a documentary, it needs to be batshit. And yeah. this is in two words. It's batshit. Yeah, because you were the first person I saw posting about it. And I was like, Fanula doesn't really buy into these things. So it's either like a once-off thing that she's bought into and it's going to be crap or it's like going to be the most extravagant thing ever. And that's why she's watching it. Like I, like we, when did we start it? I don't like last, uh, last week in lockdown or whatever. And we watched like two episodes a night and I would go to bed and I would be like, I need to know what happens next. Like it was one of those things where I was like, I can't. Really? And I, at this point, it wasn't, I don't want to be like, it wasn't all over social media, but like the people who I follow weren't really talking about it yet. So it was kind of easy enough for me to like miss spoilers and whatever. Like I, I screamed and I know people say that and I say it a lot and I like, it's like, oh yeah, you didn't scream. I, I fully roared. No, yeah, I, for right. the entirety of episode two, right? And we'll talk about some of the plot lines. I was just like, what the F? What the F? What the F? Repeatedly looking <laughs> at my head and be like, what the heckin' heck is going on here? And I was looking at Jack and Jack was like, oh, I don't have any answers for you. Oh. Yeah, what, what did they make of it? Um, so Jack also really enjoyed it. Um, Kira watched episode one and two and then we had to tell her about the rest in the middle and then she just watched the last one. Oh, yeah. So we had a lot of, Fair she missed a lot of her. the juicy stuff. Yeah, but um, <laughs> she did also enjoy it and is very into all the memes now, so... She did a rest. Yeah. Um, will we, do you want to go into what it's, what What's it's about? about for anyone who okay. hasn't watched and who might need convincing? I have to try to get this straight in my head because like, like I, okay. So it's about, it's about this guy called Joe Exotic, who is a big cat. He runs like this big cat uh, sanctuary, I think, but he also breeds them. Yeah. So it's kind of like a zoo and people come and, pay money to get like pictures of the tigers and stuff am I right That's yeah it started, um, it started out anyway it's basically he has his own private zoo like houses hundreds of these big cats like lions tigers ligers as he said like he breeds them um it's kind of he unique in monkeys. that he was he's monkeys like alligators but like the cats are like his thing like he has like all the babies in his house and yeah. he brings them around on tours to malls for like so people can get pictures with them. And as you said, when people visit the zoo itself, like it's very hands on. It's not just photo where you're like, mm, what a buzz, look at you. Like they're yeah. they're rubbing them and they're playing with them and it's all a bit weird. Yeah. And he so basically the reason why they got such a decent documentary out of it was because there was a producer called Rick. Is it Rick or Kirk? What's your man's name? Kirk. Kirk. Kirkman? I'm going to look it Maybe up. Maybe it's Kirkman. Hang on. Um, but basically he was, uh, he, he knew how batshit this was. So he was like, we're going to go in, we're going to make a reality show around him. And Rick we're going to Kirkman was Rick the name. Kirkman. Sorry to interrupt. I'm yeah. so close. <laughs> um, 
and he was like got all this footage with the hopes of like selling it onto a network and putting it out as a reality show but while they were shooting the reality show they were also shooting them shooting the reality show or something wasn't it there was like yeah so basically yeah Joe had kind of this thing where he had his own internet series where he talked about the zoo and the cats and and the reality show being made yeah exactly it was like kind of a behind the scenes of the of the behind the scenes nearly yeah Um, and that's what he was initially brought on for and kind of your man Kirkman like did up his studio and whatever and kind of made it a bit more professional because essentially Joe was just doing this with a green screen and whatever else and was trying to like this was even kind of still before social media was a thing so this was like he kind of thought this internet show was huge and it kind of it wasn't wasn't at all um he also made music videos yes do you want to address those do you know he doesn't even sing those songs i was gonna yeah i I was actually gonna talk about that here so another reason why the the series is just so so deranged if anyone starts to watch it so basically it's like interspliced with these um it's like footage of joel talking about joel talking about how it's kind of weird how he breeds these cats and whatever else and then it's just interspliced with these videos of him singing country songs like on the grounds of the zoo like what are some of the songs find a Um, tiger I looked at a tiger and the lo- tiger was looking at a man. What is it? Something like <laughs> Um I was singing it all afternoon. But yeah, they're like they're just very like classic country American songs, but they're all about tigers. Oh, and killing people. No. Yeah, like it was but as it turns out, um it's actually not him singing them at all. No, um, but like when people were like online being like, I'm so, I feel so betrayed. I'm so shocked that it's not him really singing. He has the voice of like Mo, Mo from The Simpsons and then sings like Andy Grammer. Like people, you can't, like, <laughs> it doesn't add up like for him to have that singing voice with the voice. He actually Are you there like it. the gif of your woman with all the maths going over her face being like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, what's going on? But anyway, just so you know, Joe lip syncs and fake plays the guitar along to right. tracks recorded by the Clinton Johnson band who are hoping they could land a record deal off the back of the series. So good for them. Yeah, uh, band member. sings over it. Yeah. Quietly sings over it. Band member Vince Johnson, who stars alongside Danny Clinton, told TMZ he's been undated, inundated with calls from journalists since the show landed on Netflix, but he wishes it was record labels causing his phone to ring off the hook instead. Um, they've recorded three albums worth of songs together um, before Danny passed away in October. Oh, that's sad. Um, <laughs> Here, Kitty Kitty was a song in which he accused... Um, we'll get to this later, but in which he accused rival Carol Baskin of murdering her husband and feeding him to her tigers. Um, that is iconic. my favourite music video where he got the lookalike and she's going yeah. around with like the head and all the meat. Iconic. Um, but so yeah, so basically it kind of, the, the series starts off with him and he's the focus and these other characters are kind of brought in as the series progresses. So you had like Kirkman, you had people who worked at the zoo as like keepers. His husbands. His husbands. And then, and then there his was... Nemesis. His arch nemesis. Carol, Carol Baskin, Baskin, who runs another non-profit, seemingly, and sanctuary called Big Cat Rescue. Yep. Um, she, is, and, she is the ultimate um, hippie. Cult yeah, leader. if you saw her, like, she's like, wears flower crowns, like, very tie, big tie-dye energy. 
Um, and this thing, like this thing is, is that she's kind of been this person who's like loved cats all her life and really into them and set this up for like the good of the cats and whatever and loves the cats, wants to rescue the cats, blah, blah, whatever. Um, and takes huge issue with what Joe does in terms of breeding, in terms of bringing them around to the malls, um, to the shopping centres. Um, so he, she ends up kind of trying to derail that, which causes this feud to build. He ends up kind of targeting her on this online web show he has, like constantly. She is a constant topic of conversation for him. Yeah, he really either really fancies her or really hates her. I don't think he fancies her though. Okay, He's... then it's hate. He's quite a fine line between fancying and hating someone. Yeah. But the <laughs> thing is, so it kind of initially you're like, okay, so Joe is the bad guy and Carol is good, right? No, yeah, yeah. But as the series no, progresses, yeah, but I think it's kind of like she seems to be like, oh, like the greater good. She, and... but she tries to paint herself that way. Yeah. I don't think the documentary immediately paints her that way. No, sorry. I should say that it's more a case of like, there's other cat breeders introduced as well, like Doc Antle, who runs this massive sanctuary. He's previously worked with Britney Spears. We'll get to that. Um, like, and it's very clear that like no one's the good guy. Like, yeah, you might they're... think you're rooting for someone, but you're none of them yeah. are right in what they're doing. No, like, they're both doing the same thing, pretty much. Just Carol Capiars breeding them. But right? she did initially. Is the thing? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, the thing is, and sorry, a couple of people have said this to me on Instagram, and I'd say it is an issue for people who are like, everyone is talking about this, but I don't know, can I hack it or whatever? Because I know people have written to me and be like, like, is it, like, don't fuck with cats in the sense of animal abuse or whatever? Like, no, but, like, it's heavily implied that these animals aren't taken care of. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not explicit. Yeah. yeah. Like, I didn't find it tough to watch. I can imagine if you're someone who is... This is going to make me sound like I don't like animals. I obviously do. But like, do you know what I mean? I didn't find it that... It's not really about the animals in one sense. It's about these people and crime, essentially. Yeah. No, yeah. And it's, yeah. It's very obvious that they're not the nicest conditions to be keeping cats. Like, they're not... I don't know. They're not Dublin Zoo. Do you know what I mean? They're not... um, They're not animal sanctuaries. Like, they're, like, private... They're not sanctuaries. Yeah. They're not rescues. And this is the thing as well. It's like Joe talks about like rescuing all these tigers or whatever, big cats. And he did it in previous documentaries before. But like none of them are rescued. They're all bought because of whatever the hell law is in America where they're just like, I would like a cat. Okay, do you want like a tortoise shell or a fucking Bengalese tiger? And like they're like, cool, that'll be 800 euro, please. Yeah. Or they breed them themselves. Like it's... It's insane. And it's like a story of ego as well, because this goes back to the thing of like Carol and uh, and Joe. Like they kind of both think they're better than the other person. Really, neither of them are. Um, they're both just absolute sociopaths. Carol yeah. is, a, is the ultimate cult leader. She has all those people working for her for free. She's making so much money. Did you see she's after inviting Kim Kardashian? Kim Kardashian tweeted being like, Hey guys, what do we think? We'll get to this as well. But it's like, hey guys, uh, what do we think about Carol Carol Baskins? Did she kill her husband? What do you guys think? Big Cat Sanctuary tweeted their back, being like, "Hey Kim, when this whole thing is over, we'd love you to come down and meet Carol and take a tour of the sanctuary and see what you can do to help us and our cats." Like, just 
deluded like no self-awareness whatsoever doesn't sound like doesn't sound like someone who didn't murder oh she's not denying it (laughs) this is the thing um yeah so just for anyone oh did you hear that sound no okay great um, moving swiftly on, um, just as you said there, so like Carol obviously runs this, and again, sanctuary, I'm doing bunny ears, nobody can see them because this is a visual medium, but um, the way she the way she does it is um, like, it's like a volunteer, she's like she's a system of volunteers for the thing, for her zoo thing. And basically none of them are paid. They have to go through months of like, Years, it sounds like. I don't know. It's like taekwondo belts of just like exploited <laughs> internships. Do you know what I mean? Like they're all kind of like they're color coded depending on what you do in the zoo. But you're never you're never paid. Like you could end up being like a legitimate zookeeper there, and you're like, and again, that's not. I don't. I doubt that's official training that they receive there. Um, and half them don't get paid or get paid like a hundred a week or something. Yeah, which it's is more tough. than I got working for um a redacted. Uh, publication oh. here in Ireland so there you go um but that yes I don't know what these people have about them that people just want to work for them for free they just want to be around them they want to live with them they want to marry them they just don't understand it like they're so bizarre like Joe Exotic's husbands even how's where's he getting all these handsome little husbands yeah so as I said about episode two right before we get more into Carol and whatever and that issue um I think the thing about Joe Exotic and him being such a character, um, it's like he's very out and proud gay, very southern, very like gun toting, um, very into polygamy. Yeah. Has a mullet, has an eyebrow ring. Like it's just that he is eyebrow this, ring. Oh my god! It's and he's hanging, hanging on, on by a thread, <laughs> as we all are in quarantine. Like it's just. Oh, it's just, like it's, it's his body rejected that many years ago and he just left it there like yeah so as we said as we said with Carl kind of having this like legion of fans and these people who were so interested in the zoo and the animals Joe had kind of a similar thing where like he would kind of recruit young men and like recognize young men who came to visit or that he would have met on the tour and one of them was John Finley who he later ended up marrying but met him when he was 19 and kind of recruited him, came onto the scene, worked with him, whatever. Them. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, essentially, yeah. And then met a third husband, Travis. Travis. When did Travis life. come onto the scene? Travis was brought on as a young kid as well. Yeah. He was so brought they, in very young. On. Yeah. It was, yeah. yeah, it's all, the circumstances are just really not okay like they got they uh, all got married in a joint ceremony in 2014 um he john regularly appears in the in the documentary um he oh i don't know how much we should say without spoiling should we go in and like just you can't listen to this without fair okay so spoilers ahead um like there's this there's this whole discussion about like whether um whether they Joe's were, husbands are even gay. Yeah. Um, and then it turns out that like John is shagging every woman in the park and ends up getting one of them pregnant. And Joe is just like, do 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 do. I'm just gonna do another country music solo he gets, over here. He lets them in and he ho- gets them hooked on meth and he's like, now you love me. And yeah, this was the only thing. Was- marry me and I will keep you in meth for the rest of your life. 
like the relationships were so abusive and you can see like there's a whole section in the documentary where John Finley and one of the husbands is like talking about his experience and like it's it's very obvious that he has very few of his teeth left right and it's kind of never addressed and then it's basically brought up as to like how Joe had kind of this circle of trust around him and like why these people would stay and whatever um and as it turns out Joel seemed to be keeping them in with like, I don't know, like it's obviously like the animals and then it's obviously he provides them with drugs. Like it's never said whether Joel is on drugs himself, but like he is. Or yeah. is it said that he's on drugs? Oh, like, no, he is, Joe, like, they said Joe's like, you can tell when Joe's on coke because he's just, and then they have footage of him like bouncing around the park. I'm bouncing around my bed as I'm doing this. Um, he's like, he can just tell like he's coked off his nut for a lot of the time. It is just... It's like, so bizarre. Yeah, it is really, really, like, beyond bizarre. His husband towards the end of it as well. Yeah, What's so he name? finds another Dylan Passage. Nelson. Oh, Dylan. Where did I get <laughs> Yeah, he basically He's finds another... Yeah, I know, but, like, practically a child bride again. Gets with yeah. him, like three months after a previous relationship ended, like we won't get into that because I feel like that is a huge spoiler. Um, yeah. But totally bizarre. Like, and even prior to this, like going back to Carol, like this whole thing of this feud, um, like, oh, like Joe ends up doing this like parody of a like a country song where there's basically this, uh, it's kind of a well-believed rumour that Carol Baskin previously killed um, a husband oh, of hers. Definitely um, did. Who w- initially had the animals in the first place. Isn't that right? Yeah. So they had set up the, the sanctuary and he was the one that used to breed the animals with her. But he was a millionaire. And she, wasn't it like his, his family were interviewed and they were like, he'd come to us and he said he was going to divorce Carol. And that was the last time we ever heard from him. And basically... I just think she wanted his money and she killed him. Yeah. Because Carol, like, talks about it herself, how she came from, like, not a great family, seemingly. Kind of says that, like, she didn't realise how poor they were until she looked back on it. Left yeah. home when she was 15. Um, said she'd previously been sexually assaulted and her family were, like, hyper-Christian and were basically, like, Sorry. we must have been asking for it. Can we talk about how she met that husband? Because I had to rewind that. Um, so basically she said she was walking home one night in the dark and this van pulled up beside her and there was like a gun on the seat and was like get into the van she was like no go away from me he drove off circled rack around the block was like please get in the van she was like absolutely not he drove around again third time pulled up and was like get in the van you can hold the gun on me I just really need someone to talk to so she was like yeah all right got in the van she said they talked all night then she went home with him obviously banged him married him then killed him what a roller coaster! Iconic, though it really Iconic. is. Iconic when you think about it. Iconic. All the while in tie dye and flower crowns and leopard print, like ah, <laughs> oh, pop butcher found quaking. Oh, you just can't. Um, but the whole thing was like prior to this, he actually was married and like had kids at the time. There was a decent age difference between Carol and himself. Um, Carol at the time, I think, was also in another relationship and had a child, but was still very oh, young. Do you remember? Yeah, no. like it was. Yeah, it's just so 
so so messy like they are obviously what go on no you're right right. um joe was also married before i'm just reading this on buzzfeed here joe had previously been married before uh the wedding we see on screen one of his ex-husband husbands served time in prison for molesting a young girl and is currently serving life in prison for murder jesus talk about like your fucking relationship history it's not good Oh my god! Yeah, don't murder. Yeah, it's not great, really. Like, don't is it? Don't murder. No, really not. Like, it makes me feel a lot better about your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it should like. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, they, yeah. So there's this whole thing. Like, they get married. The other family is kind of pushed out of the picture. She starts breeding cats, and they're like doing their bits or whatever. And then she tells the documentary breeding maker. Cats doing bits. It breeding cats and doing this, yeah. She tells a documentary member, um, who Eric Gold is the guy that does it, and it's co-directed by a woman called Rebecca Chaiklin. Um, she kind of says, "Oh, I didn't really feel great about the breeding then in the end, or whatever." And but like, I like, I don't know. That's all kind of I don't know how true that is. Too little, too um, late, Carol. Yeah, and then there's this whole thing of he basically wanted to relocate to Costa Rica because like I he just loved it and I think that was where he they were buying a load of the cats as well and whatever else and like I think in the meantime they're like still like still doing their bits or whatever and then the next thing like he gets in a plane seemingly flies off and just seemingly flies to Costa Rica and is never seen or heard from again yeah he's dead man He's dead. And, and Carol doesn't report him missing for like two days, a day. Sorry. Day. This, yeah. And he, so obviously he was um, stated as a missing person or whatever. And you have to be missing for five years before you can claim um, life insurance on that person or life assurance. Uh, yeah. And their will. One, one, yeah. After five years and one day, Carol applied for it. Does that it make was sense? Just, yeah. No, completely. Um, but the girls here, like we were talking about it, and we're like, if your husband was missing for five years and you're already stuck for money, like how long, how much longer would you wait? Like, <laughs> yeah, well, like, but this is a thing. But it's just as we said, like, there's this, there's been this rumor, like, there's other big cat breeders interviewed throughout the documentary, um, like not just Joe, because obviously Joe was a vendetta against her. But like, anytime she's brought up, they're kind of like, oh yeah, like, um, she fed her husband to the tigers. Like, there's yeah, this whole fine. thing about um. Yeah, how they didn't swab this meat grinder that they have on the property because Joel starts saying about how, um, like, if the tigers did eat him, their stomachs are so acidic that there'd be nothing left. Yeah. Um, like, it's just... I don't clarify that, though, like. Well, I know nothing about tigers, so no, but... No. Um, it's just in... Before yeah. Carol, um, so the, this dead husband is called Don Lewis, right? He's dead. He's That's at least dead, at least missing. Yeah. Then, red wine, Don Lewis. The, yeah. Carol's <laughs> currently married to Howard Baskin, but prior to this, she dated a guy named Jay Bacall, right? Where are they um, names? In I know, yeah. Um, not that I can talk to Fanula, but anyway. In 2002, Jay filed a restraining order against Carol, which includes some bizarre and suspicious sounding oh, details yeah. regarding Don's disappearance. Um, there's various documents which prove, seemingly prove Jay did, a fi- did file a restraining order, which was denied. Part of the restraining order application read, her prior husband, presumed dead, 
one day Carol said to me when I asked her, what happens if your husband shows up now? Her response was dead bodies can't talk. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Oh, Carol, you second Egypt. This statement went on to read, her former husband, her former husband's daughter told me she could be dangerous and watch my back. The restraining order application also claimed that Carol carried two loaded guns and that she had told him she was a suspect in her husband's disappearance. The claims made in the petition for a restraining order have not been verified and the petition was ultimately denied by the court. Um, Carol's not happy about this documentary at all. That's the thing, like you wonder how they got so many of them to contribute to it, but obviously not one of them knew what they were signing up for because they're all, they all come across badly. Yeah, like I know, but is it a case of like that's but that's just the way they are. Like that's just the reality like, of the situation. You know, told, you know, oh, we're doing a a documentary on your sanctuary, and then like while they're there, they're like, let's talk about Joe Exotic, and then was it the same like with Joe Exotic where they're like, let's talk about Carol Baskin? Do you know? Yeah, I Actually, just thought Joe Exotic's bit must, must have been done. In advance, been, I think they've been, yeah, they've been. I because your man said, your man Eric Good says at the start that he had no idea where this documentary is going to take him because this spans years, like, yeah. Um, but like, she has since then, like, she's gone onto the Big Cat Rescue website to address it. And she said, Don was not easy to live with, and like most couples, we had our moments, but I never threatened him, and I certainly had nothing to do with his disappearance. Sounds like something someone who had something to do with his disappearance. <laughs> yeah, said, like, like <laughs> when he disappeared, I did everything I could to assist the police. Um, he started um, do you remember I, th- I think in the documentary she accuses him of or not accuses that's not the right word but she tries to say that he had like dementia or like dementia and stuff no do you remember so basically in the statement again she starts to say that his behaviour was really weird um, and she's like Carl went on to say that her husband's behaviour became rather unusual that's what I just said he started refusing to use the bathroom and defecating outside he brought in a homeless man to stay in our house I rescheduled an appointment for him to see the specialist Dr. Gold but he disappeared before the appointment date um, there's no short way to short simple way to refute so many lies so basically she's having none of it but like the whole thing is as well um, with with Don and whatever as you might remember us saying he was previously married and like had a family and because Carol was married to him and whatever and like was in tr- control of the will essentially after everything happened she basically managed to like not give the ex-wife and the two children anything out of it like she kept any and all assets to yeah. try and keep them away like they obviously don't look on Carol favorably at all Big, massive red flags there for Carol. Yeah, yeah. It's just 
oh, I just think about it and I wish I just could just watch it again for the first time. Will we talk yeah. about um, Doc Antle? Who is Doc Antle? Because I just, there's so many characters introduced. I could not get my head around who everyone was. So this is the other thing as well. Bad and I know one. it's like, it's a criticism that I've seen other people say. And you, Breed, you kind of said it yourself where you were like, the end of the documentary is kind of like, all right, yeah, fair enough. Where else is it, was this going to go? But, yeah, um, it's, it's a great anticlimactic button. The th- but the thing I think that got people hooked and I like I loved it but I've seen other people be like it didn't grip me it was kind of like it was kind of predictable slash boring right it's because the first three episodes are such a head fuck you'll never yeah. get past those three so as you said the first episode kind of focuses on Joe um, and then the second episode is actually all about um, I'm pretty sure it kind Carol. of pretty much focuses on Doc I think the third episode is Carol, isn't it? Either way, one or the other. There's one episode kind of dedicated to Carol and then there's another episode to Doc. And Doc is another one of these guys who is like a big cat trainer, really big personality, like refers to himself as a doctor of mystical science. Not a thing. Absolutely not a thing. You don't go to college to do that. Um, his real his real name is um, based on his cult of personality. Kevin. He's his real name is Kevin. Like, oh, his real name is they Kevin. Yeah, they call him Bhagavan. Which Bhagavan, yeah, but his real name is Karen. Born in Arizona in 1916 and given the birth name Mahamayavi Bhagavan Antle, which means Lord in Hindi. No, they call his name in school, everyone called him Kevin. <laughs> oh, so he was born that though? I don't know. I just read a fun fact and it was like Doc Antle was known as Kevin when he went, was, in, his, was in, in school. According to, Sorry to all the Kevins website, out there. people apparently called Bhagavan Doc Antle Kevin at school. My dad's called Kevin. Imagine. Imagine they were just like, <laughs> we're not, we're not even remotely arse calling you this, so we're just going to call you Kevin. Like, yeah. Um, he got the nickname Doc because he studied abroad in China as a young man. Okay, cool. That, okay. Um, he moved. Yeah, truly, yeah. He moved to China to find his ice calling after years of study, earned a doctoral degree in Chinese medicine, okay? As I, a result... I don't hate Doc Antle. You don't hate Doc Antle? He kind of no. reminds me, this is so bad, because I really, like, he kind of looks like Ronan Collins. I can't believe I just said that out loud. Oh but my he kind God. Of does. And, like, uh... Which I hate, because Ronan Collins is just so... Um, Who's Ronan Collins? Precious. He hosts like the 12 p.m. show on RT Radio 1. He, he used, used to host to like um, the lottery. He used to host the lotto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't. Oh I can't, <laughs> Nick. I'm You're obsessed good. with Ronan Collins. So good. Um, so anyway, back to Doc Antle, though. He claimed to be in a load of movies. Um, 500, apparently. He has not been in all of them. Um, he has overseen Wild Animals on nine feature films. That's including Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, The Jungle Book. Oh my God, I love that movie. Holy shit. Ace Ventura, When Nature Calls, um, Wild America, Mighty Joe Young, The Jungle Book 2, and The Notorious Betty Page. Um, As we said, he previously worked with uh, Britney because he's done like music videos and whatever. Um, He's also worked for uh, P. Diddy, Janet Jackson, Ashanti. Um, He was... Apparently, but uh, Bantle was apparently booked Britney Spears to appear with a big cat finder at the music the awards. This article is written really badly, anyway. The um, yeah, that makes sense. Um, he is just he's been on Late Night with Jay Leno, um, David Letterman, 
Like, it was just, it's mad how he just got all these tigers in here. Yeah, so sorry, his thing is called the Institute of Greatly Endangered and Rare Species. What's that um, well, an acronym put me, for? Put, put me right in there. Um, Institute of Greatly, IG. Oh, I've lost it. <laughs> it's tigers, Bruce. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> yeah, literally. Yeah. Um, uh, Antle is also the founder of the Rare Species Fund, blah, 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 whatever. So seemingly does all this, again, kind of sees himself as like um, this messiah of like um, animals, right? Um, he, like, but like Peter hate him. He's tried to, there was like a big, a big cat act that they tried to bring into the US to try to ban people having them at all. And he's kind of been very vocal about that not being a thing. And it kind of, the camera crew goes to the, his like thing with him, like his sanctuary, again, I'm using bunny ears. And they're like following him around. And there's just all these like kind of young women in like weird costumes. And then it cuts to like a talking oh, head of this woman. Like 18 wives. Yeah, again, oh yeah, polygamy and tigers. Yeah. Like, I think to be one of these people, you tigers need to be into polygamy. Well, polygamy, cats, drugs. That's it. Yeah. yeah. They need to be your three base interests. Yeah, and leopard print. And you can just... And leopard print, yeah, and flower crowns. And interesting um, fashion. But it's just... So it cuts to this gal who used to work with him who was, like, pretty much one of his wives, right? In inverted commas. Oh, like, yeah, came, I got that for her. Yeah, um, like came to the zoo thinking it was going to be amazing. Like, again, obviously it's being advertised that you're getting a job where it's like you're working with these animals that you'd never have access to. Um, she said they were like very underpaid. He made her get her boobs done. Um, with the accommodation yeah, that they them was filled with cro- cockroaches and whatever. It was just grim. And he kind of gave them all like, I don't like a kind of ethnic names. Like they all had like, English oh, yeah. names and then just gave them like he calls one of his wives Moksha and that's fully not her name yeah her name was like Megan or something yeah truly like sorry uh, Ranji Moksha and one of them's just called China like oh yeah one of them he was just like alright um, he is, what would, he your, is uh, in, what would your name be if you lived with Bhagavan I don't know I might get away with Fnula <laughs> it could be like you're a strong I mean, no, woman. it has to be like similar but very different like it'd be like feather or like feather. Um, <laughs> oh my god yeah um i'd be like bat yeah <laughs> bath brown <laughs> i'm losing my mind yeah truly like yeah. um sorry but we should probably get back to the whole thing of like why how it comes back around to joe and carol Yes, which, yeah, so it kind of says it in the trailer that the whole documentary is leading up to this thing with, um, that Joe is either going to kill Carol or, like, has some, mo- like, some plan to kill her and he is put in prison for it. So, like, when you hear up-to-date um, interviews with Joe, he's, they're coming over phone from prison. So, you know, kind of the whole way through that that's where he's going to end up, but you don't know why. Yeah, um, and it's just it's so there's this whole thing like there's so much like we would we could we need to be here talking for hours to cover everything that's covered tra- in the documentary Travis's, like Travis's yeah, storyline the fires yeah, yeah at one oh. point Joe runs for runs for president oh my God, runs for governor it's just um, yeah, ranged. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. But obviously all this, like this happens in between. And as we said, like on his TV show and even amongst the staff in their interviews, like it's very clear that his hatred for Carl goes so far that he is, he repeatedly refers to her being dead and wanting her dead. Like yeah. there's videos of him exploding a doll of her. Um, he's constantly antagonizing her. As we said, he made this video that we just mentioned where he hired this woman who looks incredibly like Carl Baskin. It's yeah. unbelievable similarity. Um, where, and basically the entire country song is about her seemingly of killing Don Lewis. Um, so eventually she's just kind of like, right, I've had enough. There's like a whole other battles in between. Like he tries to trademark um, the Big Cat Rescue just, name, I think, yeah, and try and use it for his tour. And he, she was basically just like, right, I'm just going to bankrupt you or whatever and just isn't willing to let this go. And as it turns out, Joe has kind of dobbed in his parents. Like he signed off a load of property to them and like the zoo already isn't financially doing well. So it's a bit of a nightmare. Um, And then there's this whole thing where seemingly he orders a hit on her. He does. Like it's in writing. Do you do you do you think he did? Absolutely. There seems he so when I watched did. it, when I watched it, I was kind of like, oh, he's like he's been set up, right? Because this whole like it's again, it's I really know. hard with the narrative. But this is it, it's really hard with the narrative because you just you don't they all seem like reprehensible and just this whole thing. Carol just seems so deranged the way she like laughs about everything when she's kind of asked anything about Don, asked anything about the murders. She just has all those signs of like, you've clearly murdered your husband and continuously lied about it. And like, yeah. you kind of, you're on a ped, you think you're kind of putting yourself on a pedestal above the rest of these guys when you're all the lowest of the lows. But to be honest, it kind of distracted me from the fact that Joe is absolutely also on another planet in a parallel universe. So like, yeah. but I've seen something now and, and like loads of people have come out about, um with more info and kind of said there was a guy, let me look up the podcast, but a guy that worked on a podcast about it for Wondery, which I would recommend listening to. I haven't listened to it, but I'd say it's insane. And he's come out with, he has this thread on, um, he has this thread on Twitter where it's basically like, if you honestly, if you don't think that he did it, you like, here you go. Like, this is proof that he did it. Uh, Joe yeah. basically got involved with a new like business partner um, who was seemingly going to be the answer to all his prayers and he ended up bringing on um, a guy a colleague of his to work on the zoo with him and Joe Jeff and Lowe. him never really saw eye to eye Jeff Lowe is the business partner and then your man who is the employee do you remember his name? there's too many people oh. no the guy that he said looked like a, a giant Chucky doll yes because no. he did yeah yeah, he like, did. <laughs> totally like, I'm sorry, that Wondery podcast <laughs> is literally just called Joe Exotic Tiger King. So to the point, um, do, do listen to that. And if you search it on Twitter, you'll find that thread as well. We'll probably throw up some screenshots on the Instagram as well. Um, but anyway, seemingly it comes to this point where he orders a hit out on her and they're going to target Carol on her. Like she cycles through the park every day or she cycles to get from no, one into the park to the other on her she's lunch break. She's on a Segway. Oh my God, is it? Are you sure? Yeah, she's on a Segway and she's wearing a helmet. That is such like, an incorrect like use of word cycle. No, Breed, I do think <laughs> she is cycling though at some stage. Carol but Baskin's no. cycling. 
No, do you know when she's the video they refer to and she's like they show her and she's like, Hey there, all you cool cats and kittens and she's like zooming her way down. She's yeah, definitely I know. on the segway. There is a bit where she's on the segway, but I have Google image screenshots of her just absolutely milling along on a bike as well. Fair maybe it's a bit of both. Oh my god, there's a really there's a uh, there's a thing from Reddit and it's a picture of Miss Piggy riding a bike and Kermit's over the front of it. Oh. And the caption is that's Carol Baskin like... and her husband taking a cycle. Lol. Yeah, no, it really is. Um, it is. Yeah, so Joe orders a hit in her. Carol hears because at this point the feds are investigating Joe and they have like bogged the zoo and have kind of heard everything or like have enough evidence to basically be like, you are quite literally going to jail, you mad, mad man. Um, yeah. It is just. So now he's in, like he's in jail for 22 years. Has he been sentenced? Zookeeper sub- yeah. subsequently sentenced to 22 years in a federal prison for murder for hire and federal wildlife charges. Yeah. He got like Mad. nine counts or something. Yeah. It was yeah. I got um, massive Jinx vibes from this. Oh, the Jinx is another one that's just so good. But they're just, they're all just so twitchy and deranged. It really reminded me of, um, what's his name? What is his name? Durst. Robert Durst. Robert Durst. Bobby Durst. I think it's because fundamentally they all know that they're doing something wrong. Do yeah. you know? Like, yeah. I just, but it came up because I put it up on my Insta stories and someone was like, Lou, and I was thinking, why isn't Louis Through like Documentary King cover this? Or I think I actually said I'd say Louis Through was That was your immediate thought, was it? Yeah, I was like, wow, Luther is raging about this. Um, but he actually he actually did cover um, Joe Exotic to a smaller extent. So basically, he did a documentary a couple of years ago, which was basically focusing on like private pet ownership in America of like animals that like you wouldn't think should be pets. So like this was in 2011 um, and it was kind of on like tigers and chimps. And it was kind of in the wake of that attack from that chimp, Travis. Do you remember when he ripped his owner's face off? Or he, no, sorry, it wasn't the owner. It was like a friend or like um, a neighbor yeah. or something. The creep dive covered that really, like a good few episodes back. If you want to oh, hear that yes. story, they covered I'll it. Definitely like go back and listen thing. to that. Yeah. Um, but anyway, this is back in 2012 um, and he was featured. And I, Carol doesn't come up. None of the rest of the players are kind of in it. But if you watch Tiger King and then go back and watch uh, Louis through America's Most Dangerous Pets, it's bizarre because like, Joe is, it's very obvious that he's kind of acting, but he's like really calm, like really measured in what he says. And then we'll still come out with the odd, deranged thing. Because at this point, they were still in really bad financial difficulty, seemingly. And yeah. they were kind of talking about options as to what they'd do next, with, like if, um, like what would happen to the animals. And I think at this point, he'd like 17 tigers and ligers, or whatever. And Joe was like, oh, I'd euthanize them all to make sure nobody else got them. And Lou's like, yeah. you don't mean that. And he's like, no, 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 I do. Like, I absolutely do. And then he's like, oh, right, okay. And then kind of asks him again later on in the documentary. And he's like, um, and Joe's like, you obviously don't kind of know what man I am. It's oh, shit balls. so, 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 so weird. But it's also yeah. it's kind of very funny because Louis Theroux is terrified of all the animals in it. It's like, like at one point, like Joe, Joe gives him like a baby cat and he's like, Whoa! like freaking out sorry yeah uh, no keep going um i was gonna say uh, there's a clip joe rather joyfully explains to through that should 
that should the docu- documentarian find himself being pinned down by a lion in one of the zoo's many cages, he'd opt to shoot through over the big cat as it'd be more humane. He's just like, what? who would say things like that? Like, honestly. But how much, like, I've always said that if I could have one animal in the world as a pet, it would be a baby cheetah. And this has only made that they're very cute and it's this whole thing of like did you see willem like ex drag race alum posted like he is a photo of himself with a baby fucking big cat like it's weird it just seems to be this thing of yeah of like celebrity and like rich people and whatever that it was just sexy i'll say it again yeah i just I don't know, like, it's just, like, at one point, that business partner that Joe got involved with had this other kind of business idea that he made, like, essentially the fucking Venga boss, where he went oh around God. and got models in Vegas and whatever. And that would have, like... He would like, drive you from venue to venue, but you could get a picture with a, a tiger cub while you're in the back, like... Yeah, the back from he would boss. bring, he would pack tigers into, like, Louis Vuitton bags. I was about to say Louis was <laughs> And, like, bring them around to hotel rooms and be like, hey, girlies... Pick time, like... All right, girlies, get your... All right, girlies. <laughs> get your cats out. There's Tigger. Oh, my God. Um, sorry, the ones in... Um, the ones in the Louis Through doc. Sorry, so if anyone's looking to look that up... Don't spoil search, the Louis Through doc. I, I'm not, but, like, search for Beware of the Tiger. But, like, um, he has... Um, he's raising a load of baby ones in that in his house, and they are so loud. They are wailing in his sitting room. Aww, like, in a, in a cock, old. like... Yeah, um, oh, the producer Rick Kirkman, he lives in Scandinavia now somewhere. I can't remember exactly. Yeah, because so his house saying. burned down. Yeah, Someone burned his house down. He was literally ran out of the states. But he doesn't he remind you like of he's an actual Simpsons cartoon character in real life, like that voice. Yeah, he's just like hey, he hey, reminds hey. me of like Joe Buscemi. Is it Joe Buscemi? What is his name? Buscemi. Steve Buscemi, Buscemi, not Joe Buscemi. Sorry, I have Joe on the brain. Steve Buscemi mixed with um, Christopher Walken. Yes, oh my God. Like it's so, so weird. So him. Yeah. Um, there was this whole thing as well before that studio burnt down that um, like Joe, Exo- Joe Exotic like allegedly said that Carol Baskin offered Kirkman, the producer, Kirkham, sorry, the producer, $20,000 to burn down the studio. Like it's all, they're so who knows like do you know what I mean it is just so mad it's just so yeah. mad listen like we could talk about it all night but I think people just need to go and watch it themselves I do think you need to go watch it and I would love to know what you think and the Instagram's going to be flat out with the memes for the week because we all need it oh, right yeah. now so totally. um, I'm I'm really considering dressing up as him at some stage I have like so I have like an Einstein wig for my sister's hand. So I just need like a blonde fringe. So I you might need a, a burnet. Yeah. So I might I might face tune it or something. Like I could definitely do the rest of the makeup. Do you know what? I, I definitely have some Joe Exotic clothes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh my god, we should you do that. Get... Oh my god, I would actually die. Um, um let's do that. Otherwise, okay. Halloween, that is gonna be the outfit of choice. Mark my words. Um looking forward to it. Uh, Carl be an easy one because it's just like like EP like who Carol it's just, oh I do it's Carol just, it's I'll do Carol you be Joe it's just early years EP crossed with Cat Slater like no it's like your mad auntie who's like mad into weed we all have one <laughs> do we 
<laughs> no. <laughs> um, sorry, um, you were saying something before I cut across. I have a mini, like a weird selection of mini bandwagons. Let's see if you want to hear them. Or Go do you have for any it. Of course, I do. No, I'm I'm pretty much done. Okay, number one, Dua Lipa's new album is an absolute slap. God, it's so good. It's so good. What the hell? Yeah. Like, I don't know why I was surprised because she only delivers bangers, but like it is, believe the hype, it is that good. Um, do you have anything to add on that? It was leaked. What's it called, said. Breach? Oh, Future, Future Nostalgia. Nostalgia. <laughs> this album slapped. I don't know what it's named. It's so good. It's really, really good. I liked, I like levitating. I like cool. Why did you have to expose me like that? Sorry. <laughs> it's just my music um, journalist jumping out. Yeah. The golden plaque left out. Um, what else, Breed? Um, I have an idea, and I haven't run this past you, so I'm just oh, gonna Jesus lay it on Christ. you. Okay. I live with a choreographer. Yeah. I have. She's already agreed to this, so we're Great. gonna come up with a. We're gonna. <laughs> she's she's in. You're out. Um, we're gonna come up with a dance for like a TikTok dance to Mika. And we're going to get, like, we're just going to put it out there and let all the bandwagon listeners do it with us. We're going to go viral, babes. Okay, I do actually love that. Okay. <laughs> Yay! Okay. Um, is Mika, I don't understand Mika... how that's a mini bandwagon, but okay. Oh, no, like, I've been in my house for the last four days, so bear with me. Um, Is that a good idea? We can put it up and people can just, like, follow. We don't have a bandwagon's TikTok, so we want to set one up. Yeah, we will set one up. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> If the rest um, of the celebrities like, can do it, why can't we, like... Yeah. Imagine oh, Charlie D'Amelio did it. I'd die. I don't know who that is. She's, like, yeah. the biggest TikTok dancer on TikTok. Oh, grand. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, we'll do Finally. that. Well, maybe we won't... Yeah, we'll talk about it off here. <laughs> um, <laughs> we are... It's 8 o'clock now. We are supposed to be going live on Instagram to announce this. But... Uh, it's the Eurovid winner. We have a winner. Do you want to know who it is? I'd love to know who it is, Breed. So the wonderful and very gorgeous and extremely talented Nora Jane won. Whee! She sang the song from... What, Nora Jane? She sang the song from A Star Is Born. Um, Unreal. Her, her Instagram handle is NJ Knows Not. And she's incredible. People went mad for her. We had some really, really good submissions. Um... And it got really close in the end between a few of them. But yeah, Nora Jane won. So congrats. You're going to get two free tickets to our next live show whenever we get out of these rooms. And you're going to get a bandwagon's t-shirt or jumper or top of your choice. Amazing. And we just want to say thanks so much to everyone who entered and participated. Um, it was good fun. On to the so next quarantine challenge. Yeah, no, it was really good. And I think it was like, we're going to keep them up for a while if you want to check out anyone's like page because everyone is like genuinely very, very talented. And yeah, it was, it was nice. It was, it was a nice thing to, a nice distraction. Yeah. I was surprised so many people went on and took the time to watch them all and vote and all. And it was good fun. Um, that was Breed's idea. Also, so good job, Breed. Thanks. All my ideas are Eurovision centered. Um, Fair. And now TikTok. Um, but we ha- you had an idea for Patreon. We have an update to our Patreon. Do you want to talk about that? Yes. So while we are in quarantine and we figured we have a bit more time um, and because so many people have so kindly supported us, which we do really appreciate because these are strange times to use the yeah. cliche that everyone's using in my emails. Um, 
we've decided we want to try and up the content. And obviously because usually we do an off the wagon, which is an extra episode where we get together and drink. Obviously we can't physically get together now. Um, so we're going to be doing some kind of private live stream where we'll be doing that and you can join in and watch. Um, and then on top of that, we're going to be doing three extra episodes a month on top of off the wagon. So for four euro fifty, you get off the wagon, be it an episode or a live stream. Um, three extra episodes then, which yep. will be on things. Um, and then <laughs> we'll have um, there'll be then, throwback ones. We'll have special guests. It'll be a mishmash of things. Yeah. Um, and then you get on top of everything you got previously. So obviously you get early access to merch, early access to shows. Um, Breach does a tarot reading once a month, and I make a playlist. Picture once a month free as well i've been kind of off i've been making a few more and um, there's oh. like three or four up on the page now and there's another two coming this month i think we're gonna do i'm gonna do a oh, general so one and i'm gonna do one on because someone had requested about um l- one songs that you can look wistfully out the window to that's on route I love my that. my app wasn't working so it wasn't letting me add songs but it's pretty much done so it's unwritten on it I, it won't let me add it, but yeah, I am, really I am adding it because, of course, you know, staring, at, you. staring at the blank page before you. I don't know. Take up with Spotify. This year, I will feel the rain on my skin. <laughs> That's my New Year's resolution every year. No one else can do it for you. Literally, <laughs> I'm going to drench myself in words unspoken. I think. Yeah, absolutely. No, but it's uh, it's uh, we're really excited to do it, and it gives us something to do. Like we've so many new patrons since this whole shit show kicked off. Like it's nearly, I think it's doubled at this stage are following so we just want to give it back obviously the price stays the same no matter when you subscribe you will get like the whole back catalogue of old episodes and old posts everything is there some um, of the off the wagons are well I should be saying all of them chaotic, but, like, like some of them are chaotic, chaotic but absolutely hilarious we get so hammered on them like it's not yeah. even funny especially um, the most recent one yeah we did it we did the one very the recently with Martin Gilfoyle we watched the chase on one of them Um they're quite enjoyable and some of them get very personal as well, which is good. Um, yeah. So, you know, you get all, all there. They will never, someone asked me how long they'll be up for, they'll be up forever. Like once, it, like once you sign up, you have access to absolutely everything we've ever put up there. So, yeah. Um, it's and the handiest way one. to listen, the handiest way to listen is if you want to download the Patreon, the Patreon app, app, that's the handiest way. Um, yeah. Just because we had a question about that as well. So yeah, that's it. I think that's enough plugging for yeah. today. And- Thank you to everyone who subscribed if we haven't said it already. We do um, hugely, hugely appreciate it. Yeah. Um, um, okay. So that's a crack. We have to go live on Instagram now. This we really do have to go live. Okay. I need okay. to get my flags. Bon, bienvenue. Bienvenue, Europe. Walter Um. Yeah, stay tuned for the TikTok dance because it's coming imminently. Great, okay. Okay, bye. Bye, guys. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. 
and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.